Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. Well, good evening. My name is Reverend Ernest Miller out of Baltimore, Maryland. This show is about prayer and healing. I do the praying, as I say every week, and God does the healing. I've been doing this since 1982, since God has blessed me with the gift. And I have seen many miracles being done. I would say more than what I've read about in the Bible because it's God that's doing it, not me. I have no power. Like he said, I give you the power. So therefore, it is God that is doing the miracles. So you must believe, you must believe that God is who he say he is. There's no other way. I'm going to do this advertisement. This show comes on every Monday from 6 to 6.30, and you dial 1-724-444-7444. Then you dial 142-716 in order to hear the show, and you have to press pound. You shouldn't mute your phone unless you want to either you want to speak to me or something like that. But I record this every Monday, and a lot of times, if you need prayer, you know, after the show, you can call me on four one zero three eight five one two three one. That's any time. If I'm not home, leave me a message, and I will get back to you. That's about the best I can tell you. Now, this this show itself is about prayer and healing. And what I'm saying to you is that if you need to be prayed for, then, you know, you can push the button and I'll pray with you over the air. I, I don't know your name or nothing like that. They don't show that. They just show the state that you're from. So that's what I would do. I will say this, if you allow me to pray with you, I know one thing, you know that God has done something. I can't tell you what he's going to do because I don't lie on God. But I will say this, you will know that he has done something to you. And like I said, I've been doing this since 1982. I don't have to lie to you. And I've had um, controversy about this, that, and the other with people talking to me and talking down to me, but I I really didn't care because it doesn't it doesn't matter. I very seldom worry about what people think, I worry about what God thinks, you know. So that's that's the main thing. So with that in mind, I'm recording this and I put it in different groups. Some groups got 30,000 people, some of them got 
27, stuff like that there, so at least I know the message is getting out. There's a show that comes on on Sunday, and it's uh, Reverend uh, Paul Russell Greenleaf, and his number is the same, 724-444-744, but his code is 110-910 with the pound. And that would be a good ministry for you to take and sow your seeds in if you want to do something, you know. I I get on there sometimes. I listen most of the times, but once in a while, somebody will be hurting and God will let me pray with him, and he healed him. He did that the other night. The lady said she she had a back problem and legs, and when she I told her to bend down, she said I don't have it, and it wasn't me. It was God. I just I'm just allowed to see Him work. That's all. In this show, I want to I want to do something different. I have a friend. She's one of one of my best friends. I got a bunch of them, but she's one of them, and I promised her that. The next time I would start up my show, I would take and play her song. Now, before I play it, she um, she is to God like Abraham was. God watches over her, believe me when I tell you. If you people practice witchcraft and all that stuff like that there, you're going to pay the price if you go after her. You're going to pay the price. That's about the best I can tell you. And... She was with some friends, and like I said before, so you know because I will be playing on most of my shows, that they call it a joke. They uh, the, the person that was supposed to come and take and um, sing, the, sing the song, it wasn't this song, but it was supposed to sing the song, they um, didn't show up, so they gave it to her to sing. And she was worshiping God, and she said, okay, I will sing. But she said she was going to sing to God. So I want you to listen to her sing. Just sit back and relax. I'm I'm not going to get off this show without playing for her. So I'm going to play her first so that I can go into my part of the show. But sit back and relax and just listen to how she's singing to God.
that's my buddy. I promised her that I would I would take and play her record for her because she gave it to me. She said, when I give you this thing, don't laugh at me now. She said, because I was singing. I was singing to God. I said, okay. And I thought maybe I had some fun with her, but folks, I'm telling you, I had tears in my eyes when I when I heard her because I've heard her sing, but not like that. She's in a choir called um, York County Gospel Choir. I used to travel with them, but circumstances stop me from traveling with them now. But tonight, I want to talk to you about something, and I hope you pay attention. And if you don't get it, then come back on this on here and, and take the copy and put it on your wall and listen to it all over again. Because it's you need to know this. They're not they're not preaching to teach you about God the way God wants to be known, the way God the way God feels and stuff like that there. The preachers, like you got this one um Peter pop off miracle money, drink the water Make the outline of your hand and put your writings in there. That's, that ain't of God. That ain't of God. Anybody that have to have a gimmick to make you worship God is not of God. This is free will. It's free will. It's not. It's not um, anything that uh, you can do. God don't need you to pick up a rock and worship the rock and. All this so that you, he said he'd make the rocks cry out for you. I know, I know that's in the Bible, but God wants you out of your mouth. He says to take and just worship Him. And a lot of people, you know, they they figure they got to they got to get something from God. So I want to, I'm going to take my time with this because I I, I had to take and. Get it in order. He had Isaiah in chapter six. He said the day that the day that King Isaiah died, in other words, that that was marking the year. If he wanted to know when he when this thing happened to him, he went to the throne of God. He went up there. He was a human. He went up there, and he saw his train filling the temple, the whole temple. And he saw God, well, I guess as much as he could see of him. And he said that the angels were standing around and everything. And he heard God talking. And basically what God was saying was about the gospel. Who will believe our report? And then he said, who will go out for us? And Isaiah said, here I am right here, right here. But I got unclean lips. He said he saw such a beautiful purity and a holiness that he knew he was dirty, just like God said to Joshua, clean Joshua up. He's filthy rags. Clean him up. And this is what this is what Isaiah saw. And he said, I'm here. Send me. But the angel took a coal and put it on his lips. <laughs> I think I've been backing up, but he took a hot coal and put it on his lips. He said, now you're iniquities. It's forgiven. And you know the story. He came back. He came back and he started talking about Jesus and the virgin.
virgin Mary. And this is in the Old Testament, they're talking about Jesus. In the New Testament, he arrives. But in the Old Testament, God was the boss. He's still the boss in the new one, but he was the boss. He was running everything, him and the Holy Ghost. They were running everything. So God put in, he put in his um, thing, he said, look, I want your people to understand what they got to do. Because like I said, with Song 82, basically he was saying to the, to them angels that, that was fallen angels, not cast out angels. I believe that they were supposed to, this is just my opinion, I believe they were supposed to go to different worlds out there and preach the gospel about God since he was created. But once they came down here, they set themselves up as gods because they want to be worshipped. They weren't no better than Satan. And when God said, I went before the council of the gods. And what is he talking about? These angels that have put themselves up because they had power, and that's why the earthlings uh, was bowing to them and worshiping and all that. And they loved it. But then God came on board. And God said, look, you can read Song 82 for yourself because I'm, I'm just paraphrasing. You didn't tell. He's telling this, these, these gods. He said, you are my children. It's true. You are the sons of God. And you didn't tell these people about Satan. You didn't tell them about Satan, the, the evil one. Satan's sitting back in the corner just laughing because he's doing his thing, but nobody sees him because he's invisible. These people were visible. And he's putting demons in people because they why they're worshiping the angels, and you can't worship no angel. That's why that angel told John when John fell out on the knees, whoa, bro, don't do that. Don't, don't no, no sir, stand up, get up, do something. Don't worship me. Worship God. He was making sure he wasn't going to get put out of heaven. That's in Revelation. But the thing was, I'm saying, this is what they did. This is what the Bible is about. This is what God said when he came down. He said, y'all came down here and you messed up and you're going to die like man. So evidently they didn't have the power to go back home. Only in the spirit after they died. And I've seen on some of these uh, shows where they have found giant people 20, 30 feet tall. He showed you the skeletons. And a man standing by the head, he, a six-foot man wasn't even, wasn't even big enough for the head. That's why Joshua said, and Caleb said, man, they're giants. But God was saying to them, look, he told Moses, go get my army. Moses went and got his army. And when he did, he said, I'm going to give you land of milk and honey. In other words, I'm taking from them what they have built, and I'm giving it to you. It's like he's saying to you, look, I got a brand new house over there. It got everything, and all you got to do is move in food, everything. All you got to do is move in. He said, but you might have to knock that security guard down and get in there. But he said, but I'll go before you, and I'll probably take him out myself. But if, if there's any that I miss, y'all take care of. And that's when they started rolling. They started going, and they were conquering. And fear came in all the nations. The nations, all the nations that was around it, they were what they call the Anunnaki's. It's, it's, in the, it's in the Bible, the Mimims, the Simsims, and all that. They were the giants, and God was destroying them. He was taking all the land and giving it to his, to his people, the Jews, to the Israelites. And then, but the Israelites got stupid themselves. They wanted to go back to Egypt. 
they were tired of God because they, they couldn't do what they wanted to do. So they wanted to go back to God. So God said, look, I'm your God. You've seen all I've done for you. We don't care. We want to go serve the queen of heaven over in Egypt. God said, a queen of heaven? I'm pretty sure that's what he was thinking. He said, we're going to Egypt. He said, okay, you're going to Egypt? Let me know if you make it. That's the words he said to him. You know, let me know if you get there. Because he was going to put something on them. But they, they rebelled against God all the time. And the same thing with these preachers that don't want to preach the gospel, don't want to preach the truth. They don't want to tell you because they got a homosexual or this, that, and the other. They don't want to say nothing about them about hurting their feelings. You, your job is to save that man's soul. Because if he's a homosexual, I'm telling you, the devil is in him. The devil is in him. He wasn't born like that. I told you before, my people that follow me, they didn't know the joke, but I'm telling this one for the for the ones that haven't followed me. God told me one time he was born homosexual. I said, you were born as a baby, right? He said, yeah. I said, so when they brought the babies out, I said, they lined them all up and the parents could come past by the glass and look in there, right? He said, yeah. I said, and they had a homosexual baby in there? He said, yeah. I said, so I guess you hear it like this. Ah, ah. Baby number two, baby number three. Ah. And when you get to baby number four, ah, 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 ah. I said, you know goodness well. You ain't heard nothing like that. I said, you're not born like that. You became that. Well, he had no, he had no comeback. You know, because if you were born, that's what the doctors will say. We know which ones are homosexual and which ones ain't. No such thing. You're all born free will. You make up your mind whether you're going to serve God as you get older and as you learn about him or you don't want to learn about him. And this is what God is saying to you. God is saying to you, I already wrote about it before they even thought about it. He said, I already wrote about it before they ever thought about it. So, don't have to worry about that, but let's get back to this. God, he cleaned up everything down here on earth, and he sent his son. And when Jesus Christ died and went up on a cross, the sins of the whole world came to him, every demon, everything they could get, and attached itself to him. And he said, it is finished. And everybody in the world was clean. Understand? Because he took on the sins. He was clean. But we went back to sinning again. So the ones that he took, we got the new sins now. These are the new ones. Guys that was at the bottom of the cross there, they, they went on back sinning. And I guess the rest of the Pharisees, Sadducees, and everything else went on back and doing what they did. But everybody was clean because of his death. Understand that. Now you, as a person, you're saying to God, okay, God, every time I, I turn around, something is happening to me. Something is happening to me. Just like Satan was invisible with, with your children, where you said that, and I think it's verse 5 or 7 in Exodus, where it's saying the sons of gods went into the women, and they had children of renown and giants and all that stuff. That, that, so the angels... 
They had to be human because they were making love. But the out, but the, the thing is, people don't look at it like that. There. Now, let's go back. God said in His Word, when you read it, that Satan. I hear people say, "I stomp Satan." Got Satan under my foot. I said, okay, then your foot should be on fire. God says, Satan sits before him night and day accusing the brother. They're in judgment. Satan got his own church, just like God got his. They're in judgment. And God is saying to him, say, look, you're accusing the brother, and I know once in a while you get up and you walk around and you try to devour who you may. Understand, Satan can't kill you. The word says he devours who he may, not who he can. So he sits up there and he judges, and he has his army, and God got his. That's why they say they're out in the universe fighting. But the thing is, you sitting here and you praying. They can block your prayers. Oh, they can. Yes, they can. Yes, they can. The Holy Spirit is here. The Holy Spirit is here. But them demons, can, they, 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 they have power also, but they don't have the power over God. Don't get me wrong about the way I'm saying it. But they do have power over you until God gives you power or he blesses you or protects you. As long as you sin and they can run you, and they can, they can block your prayers because if you forget, understand, God was trying to show you. He was saying, I repented. I looked for another God, and I couldn't find one, so I repented to myself. What God was trying to tell you, the secret to getting back to him was what? Repentance. You must repent. The guy said, Jesus, my brother, how often should I forgive him? And Jesus says seven times seventy. If you if, if you have to, give him every day. Repent all day long if you have to. If you know your sin, repent. But say this to God. This is what I learned from God. Say, forgive me for all of my sins. Don't forgive me for my sins. What sins are you talking about? Forgive me for all of them. That covers everything. That wipes the slate clean. That wipes it extra clean. And. I see where EWOL ministry is saying good evening. I'll say good evening back to you. But the thing is, this is what it is. So when you, if you read Romans 8, it says the Holy Spirit said he is the first intercessor and Jesus Christ is the second. Now, listen to this. Listen to what God wrote for you, for you to find out. He said, let us come boldly, don't come up here creeping and tipping, unto the throne of, of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help us in the time of need. That's what he's saying to you. In other words, he's saying Satan's up here. Now you come up here. Come in the spirit. Come in the spirit. Sit down, close your eyes, and just imagine you're there. And you take your two lawyers with you. Holy Ghost and Jesus Christ. And there's God sitting on the throne. Satan is on the other side, and he's saying, I have a right to him. I have a right to him. He did so-and-so. He did this. He did that. He did the other. 
And I imagine God would say, okay, um, Holy Ghost, what do you have to say? He said, I object. My man was bad at one time, but he got rid of his evilness, and now he is righteous in our eyesight. And I'm telling you, let me tell you about his righteousness, what he did, and they're going to explain your case. And so God got to say one way or the other, either you're guilty or you're not guilty. You say, well, that's on judgment. No, 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 it's not on judgment. Then why would he write that down? Let us come boldly into the throne of, of grace. Why would he write that down if he wants you to wait to judgment? Then you ain't going to be quoting it to him while you stand in front of him. Then you're either going to go to heaven or you're going to go to hell and then to the lake of fire. So what I'm saying to you is this. He's telling you now, you know, and so the Holy Ghost say, and, 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 and God, when he, when he finally gave himself back to you, say, this rascal over here put some witchcraft on him, put curses on him and everything. And I had to quote back to him. He says, no weapon formed against thee shall prosper. And I, I had to let Satan know that. But he was still trying. And he said, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. In other words, God was, he, he, the Holy Spirit is saying, you're supposed to condemn it, Father. You're supposed to condemn it. Because he's judging this man for no reason at all. He's doing things to this man that he has no business. And, and he said, and this is the heritage. He said, this is our heritage, Father. This is, this is this man's heritage of the servant, because he served you, of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me, said the Lord. In other words, God is saying, okay, you did what? He said, when that man turned righteousness, I, I, I approved his righteousness. I approved him. It's of me. You shouldn't have never touched him. Now you got to go back. And you got to give him back everything you took plus. Just like you messed with my man Job when he was righteous, you're going to do the same thing for that person that's standing for me right now. I find him not guilty, and I command you to pay your debt. Tell him Satan. So what I'm saying to you is this, that God, God has your back. But you got to make sure you're right in his eyesight. You got to make sure you're right in his eyesight. And then he told you, he said, but my God shall, my God shall supply all your deeds according to his riches and glory. In other words, I'm, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to take care of you. And he's going to pay you back. When you pray, we have nothing but our imagination. Imagine you're standing before God, but you can't see him. You can't see him. I told you once in a dream, I went to heaven. And it's just as real as I was in this room. And I went to heaven, and it was like a big sheet of wax paper was between me and God and all these other people that was there. And I knew it was him. And he said to me, he took his right hand and pointed down the road. And you could see these people sitting there, but you couldn't see them. He said, these are the characters 
of the Bible. Go down and speak to him. So when I got to Joseph, a hand come out, and I shook hands with the hand. <clears throat> but I knew it was Joseph. And I come back, and I stood before him. I wasn't afraid. I stood before him. And then he told the angel on his left, remove the cover. And it was a big manhole cover. I mean, huge. You ain't seen no manhole cover like this. And it rolled back and it made noise. And pretty, all the flames were pretty. They were orange and red with blue in them. And they shot straight up. And I could see him looking at me, but I couldn't see him. But I could see the shadow. And he said to me, which way are you going? And brother, next thing I know, I was back in my bed awoke, and he ain't got to ask me that question. He never has to ask me that question. I ain't going to hell for nothing and for nobody. And I definitely ain't going in that lake of fire. I serve God, and I make it perfectly clear to the devil and anybody else that wants to mess with me, Jesus Christ, God, and the Holy Spirit is my master. He said, you can't serve two. I'm telling you which one I'm getting ready to serve. And I serve all the time. I ain't getting ready, but I'm ready to serve, and I have been serving. And so I'm just telling you, understand what I'm saying about your prayers. Stop praying and feeling like you didn't get through. Come boldly to the throne of grace. Remember what, what David said, grace and mercy followed me all the days of my life. And I should dwell in the house of the Lord forever. He was letting you know where it was. I should dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Listen, read your Bible right. Read it right. Don't read it to get finished. Read it to understand what God is trying to tell you. Because some things that, that, that you have to decipher for yourself. He said, above all Get wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. But above all, get understanding. I'm telling you, folks, understanding is the best thing you can have. You understand something, you can defeat it. You don't, it's going to get you. And with that, you know my time is up. So I will see you next week, and I thank you for listening, and you have a good day. See you later. Goodbye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.